Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and we'll notify bell next to it. Make yes. sure you're always getting your Going In Raw content. Yes. We're also available on the cast box. And a bunch of other podcast apps where we can be found in audio form. We're marks for ourselves yeah, today, Yeah, we dude. are. What's up Look with that? Look at these shirts. You got the $50 patron shirt. Mm-hmm. I've got the If I Did Funny shirt, which you can find at theprowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in raw. It's all very exciting. Also available on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Today in the post show, I dug up a Luthez versus Ricky Dozen match. That's awesome. Uh, for all of us to view together, and we'll do some commentary, and we'll learn... We'll learn about them too. I'm, I've decided I want to start teaching people about history, Larson. The you history of wrestling. About, you don't know anything about the history of wrestling. I can read. I can read, and I can regurgitate. Right. That's essentially what uh, teaching is. It's just learning and then regurgitating. Oh, no, there's analyzing. Oh my God, I'm going to analyze your face in a second. Uh, so yeah, we're there. We're on the Patreon. We're on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Friendomarket.com. We still got some shirts left. Yeah. Yeah. What? Nothing. What? What are you laughing just about? Smiling. That's annoying. I don't like that. Go back to being grumpy face. There you go. That's much better. And uh, yeah, I think, is that where we are? Did I do good on plugs? I wasn't even paying attention, man. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, SmackDown Live, Larson. What about it? Yay or nay? It was all right. Yeah. It was a breezy, entertaining show. Um, a lot of talking. Yeah, it was a lot of talking. There, there was, was a lot of talking, but there was also five matches, which seems like a lot. For a typical episode there were of SmackDown five, Live TV, yeah, there were actually five. Yeah, matches. you can count them yourself. Um, so, I guess that just means. But then, like two of the matches were really long. The opening tag match was pretty long, and then New Day versus Sanity was pretty long. Why is it we don't get to see Killian Dane's back here anymore? I know. What are they doing to Sanity? I don't know. It's not good though. Is it instant burial time? They're going the wrong way with sanity. I know. I thought they would come and win a bunch, but instead they're come, they came over and they lost a bunch. I'll be honest, man. Last couple of weeks, SmackDown's been killing it. Wasn't really into this go home. Be it wasn't great. With you. It wasn't. There's a lot of like talking and a lot of video packages. They, how many video of Daniel Bryan missed video packages? That's way too many. It was many. a three-part video series. That's way too many. It was, it was effective. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Sheldon Benjamin versus Jeff Hardy was the main event. No. Well, it was. It wasn't the main event segment, but it was the main event match. It was the last match on the yeah, show. I suppose. There wasn't an actual so match was, after it. Yeah, it wasn't the main event segment. Though. Yeah. Anyways, it was all right. You want to take some Super Chats before we get into it? Sure, why not? All right, first, Trey Saunders, $10. A day off from work, back from gym, ready to blaze, enjoy the stream. 
By the way, I didn't realize The Rock, Stone Cold, and John Cena's theme songs make four good workout music, especially on your final set of lift. Uh, Iconic Bud Ryan, I'm on a boat! Drunk as F, listening to my fave people who talk wrestling. Vacation is real. Larson, you're so beautiful I could kiss you. Trey Porter, hey friendos, book a New Japan versus WWE Super Show. AJ versus Kenny Omega. Um, Roman Seth, Reigns versus Okada. Seth Rollins versus Kota Ibushi. John Cena versus Tanahashi. Uh, Young Bucks versus New Day. There you go. Perfect. See? Done. Done. Wow. Nonstop player. Hey, friendo. Sorry, I can no longer be a patron. Oh! What? Nonstop play- player is not a patron anymore. No more Matt Check questions. Day's ruined. Careful. I can't this. handle this. All right. Goodbye. I'll take the day off. See you later. Woo! We can party now, people. Nonstop player, just DM me. We'll get it figured out. I want to keep your questions on the show. Don't tell Larson, though. He's a stickler for that stuff. I'll, I'll sponsor. Hey, I'm going to sponsor Nonstop Players Patron. You getting beer out? What kind of friend are you without getting me one? You're not going to get me a beer? Man. That's messed up. I thought if you're going to have a beer, can I have a beer too? Nice. He's getting me a beer. Awesome. There he goes. It's only, it's new. It's past noon. We can do this now. Nice. Anyways, uh, SmackDown kicked off with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Carmella all standing face to face to face. Oh, I thought you were going to toss it. All standing face to face to face to face. And uh, they all talk. This was a lot of bad writing, except for one line, which was fantastic. Which one? Oh, you know the one. It's when Charlotte said, you are a diva in a women's era. Yeah. (laughs) That was a good line. It was. That was a good line. The remainder of it was good. There's a lot. It was just too righty. It was too too dialogue-y. I and hate when they do Carmella's that. Carmella's response was, yeah, I'm a diva. Oh, it was a terrible response. Like, essentially just, yeah, just. Look at how I look. Look at how I walk. Look, look at, at how I act. Age. Look how beautiful I am. Look, look at my at body. How beautiful and more I am. I That's not a good direction, I don't think, for her. And what? she even, even her delivery, I feel like she wasn't into it either because no, her delivery it wasn't great. Like she yeah, like, right? to be focused on competition. Up until this point, most of Carmella's stuff has been about, hey, I beat Charlotte twice. I beat Oscar twice. I'm better than everybody. Like, stick to that. She, she, yeah, no, you're exactly right. She should have said, look, there's a reason you haven't been SmackDown Women's Champion in two years. There's a reason, Charlotte, you haven't been SmackDown Women's Champion. Because I have surpassed you uh-huh. in the ring. Uh-huh. And it's like, we all know that like it's pretty much BS, but the case could be made for her. What? You it's having regrets? Quick, no, not at all. It's just interesting how quickly it just became a beer episode. Amen, man. Anyways, she, uh, <laughs> we are allowed to, we're not going to get kicked off by YouTube, right? I don't think so. All right. We're Find not, out. It's not like we're getting we're high. Kicked off, no. Not kicked out. Well, they can't come in here and kick us out. But, no, you know, I'm just well, no, saying. they can kick us off the platform. That's what you mean. This isn't. This isn't like <laughs> we're not gonna drug get, use. Like not illicit get. drug use. Remember that time we got 86 from a bar without even stepping foot in it. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. We got kicked out of a bar without having to step foot in it. Don't need to talk about that. <laughs> it's been years. It's been like seven years. Water under the bridge, man. Oh man. Forward, not back. Okay, fair enough. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, it was, it was, I mean, it was what it was. Uh, Paige came out and then uh, she uh, told Carmella to scurry along to commentary because she was putting Becky and Charlotte together in a tag match against uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who's been, who, who have been egging Paige on all week on the mm-hmm. Twitters, mm-hmm. trying to get some opportunities. Yeah. Well, this is a hell of an opportunity. We're all members of Absolution. We should look out for each other. And Paige, since she's been GM, has been like, nah. Yeah. Nah, that was past. I'm looking forward. Yeah, to the future. Future, not the not past. Backward. Yeah, exactly. Like that time that Becky Lynch and Charlotte got 86 from a bar for doing nothing. Yeah. 
Anyways, it led to a tag match. Becky and Charlotte versus Mandy Rose. Sonya Deville. They gave this a ton of time. Hey, can we say this, which though? I appreciate Why? Can we say this? I will tell the story in the post show. No. $5 and up on the Patreon. No. I'll tell the story. You don't have to be here. I'll tell the story. Well, it's, I'm involved in the story. And, no. It's not, the big, it's not the big of a deal. It really isn't. We have told it before. We don't have to name the establishment. No, we won't. That'd be. And the evidence is no longer on internet. No. <laughs> Anyways, decent All match. Right, continue. Let's talk about SmackDown for now. Anyways, uh, decent match. Give it a ton of time. Yeah. I think it got uh, one commercial break and the one picture-in-picture commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mandy eventually tapped out to the disarmor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in all, a good match. The story of this down the stretch was Becky Lynch not tagging Charlotte well, in. Becky doing everything. Becky they doing everything, backstage yeah. segment about that later on yeah exactly but this wasn't like sasha and bailey like hey why'd you tag me in it wasn't like that charlotte was more like hey you know you really you really killed it there at the end you're in there for a while and becky was like really yourself yeah Yeah, exactly and so it was more you know they were kind of on the same page still being the how do they do the tea time this the tea time friends thing yeah um tea sweet as they call it is that what they do i think nice they tap their tea glasses together like this can you do it no throw it up throw Uh it up Anyways, uh, so yeah, and, and Becky, she really did have a fantastic performance towards the finish at the end there, and uh, Carmella at the very end after the uh, Becky got the pin, she stood up on the announcer's desk and uh, the commentary desk, and she was holding her championship high. Becky and Charlotte were both sort of mocking her, so I guess in this situation, if we're going to go to the stand tall math, I guess Becky stood the tallest. Oh yeah, I, I, I once once Charlotte was added to this match, I was convinced that neither Becky nor Charlotte are winning. Carmella's retaining. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right here. But then they're not gonna. I don't know. Do you think the uh, Raw after uh, what's it called SummerSlam, SummerSlam? They might announce those titles, those tag titles. Yeah, they could. Maybe at least uh, announce their intention to to. To have tag time. Or they'll announce them at, at Evolution. That's mm-hmm. a that's a pretty big mm-hmm. announcement to make, too. Oh, I kind of feel like they need to have the finals at Evolution. There's already, like, what, eight matches going on there? No, they've only there's only one announced. Well, we know both. Confirmed. No, there's the, a Mae Young Classic final. Then the t- there's title matches. Three title matches in Mae Young. That's four. Yeah, and then probably the NXT probably United the Kingdom, United Kingdom title. one. Probably the United Kingdom one. That's five. And then tag titles. That's great. Every match should be have something on the line. That's how I feel. Five, they should do a battle royal of some sort. Mm-hmm. Especially there'd be fifty superstars there. But five matches is a takeover. That's a good takeover right there. You this know, isn't a takeover, man. This is a full four-hour pay-per-view. Do you know that for a fact? Well, three at least three hours. Takeover is usually two and a half. I think mm-hmm. it'd be wise if it was like a good solid takeover length show. I think a good solid three-hour show would be advisable over a four and a half hour show. Agreed. But How I'm, long do you think SummerSlam is going to be from the kickoff? Five. Oh, two? no. I think the main show will be about five hours, and then it's the two-hour pre-show. You think you're going to go from four to nine? Uh-huh. Man. I'm thinking I'm going to get here around two because I'm going to watch some of those pre-show matches. I want to yeah. See, I'm going to see the Cruiserweight title match. I want to see that tag title match. You can't miss the you can't miss the Cruiserweight match, and you can't miss the... Uh, Revival versus B-Team. I want to watch ooh, that. Ooh, Revival might pick those titles and up. And Rusev Day versus Almas and Zelina Vega. I'm really looking forward to that. You see uh, Rusev tweeting at uh, Drew Gulak. Saying, I'll see you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. After that, Miz and Maurice did a little iPhone promo type thing. More Miz and Mrs. Yeah. They announced a season two. Apparently, he's doing very well on the USA Network. So, good for them. Congratulations. I have, not, have you been watching Miz and Maurice? Have or not, Miz and Mrs.? have not seen a minute of it. I've accidentally watched some of it. And I'm not saying that because I don't like them. I love them. I think they're great. Yeah. I kind of don't care for this. Like, it's not my thing. How uh, how kayfabe is it? Like, in terms of, the, is, it, is it like Total Bellas, Total Divas level of scripted reality? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. That's, yeah. The, all I've seen, yeah. Everything is just a setup situation. And I have no, really no interest in it. Yeah. Remember how much, how much promise Total Bellas had? Oh, immense. Immense promise. You had just Daniel Bryan. John Cena and Daniel Bryan in a room tossing Johnny Ace from time to time. JJ Bella, he's always good for a he's laugh. He's always good for a laugh. Right there, there's comedy gold. Yeah, man. And they just didn't. Granted, Daniel Bryan was kind of going through a rough period in his life, so and I all it ended up taking that into account. Not expecting a whole lot of lulls. There was so much annoying, rich Nikki Bella 
whining about whatever the hell is going on in her crap, stupid, rich, elitist life, which I don't care about. I don't care about that. And John Cena was barely in it. He'd pop in with a cup of coffee, that say bit, a couple words. All, that bit leave. where John Cena painted a, a dick was, oh, that was great. Funny. That was funny. It should have been all that, but with Daniel Bryan, that too. That scene where, where JJ more or less asked him to open the door for him to get into wrestling, and his reaction great. was fantastic. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? God, was so good. Exactly. What do you mean? Well, I'd like to, you know, I'm wondering if uh, you could maybe, you know, help open the door. Exactly. What do you mean? Oh, man. I have to repeat myself. Oh, oh that man. was so good. Anyways, next up we had uh, Charlotte and Becky backstage. You kind of mentioned that uh, already. Yeah. Uh, next, the new triple threat. No Shane Douglas. So that's what they called them. Yeah. The, the oh, triple threat. There is no Shane Douglas. No Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no. Well, Obviously, no Bam Bam. Obviously, no Chris Candido because they're both dead. Um, who else was in Triple Threat? There's like, no, there's no Francine. Yeah, no Francine. Why are we drawing a blank on this? This is especially you. You love the franchise. <laughs> I think that, that was, was like the first iteration. I honestly of, think that was just a work. The first iteration of tri- the Triple Threat. <laughs> but he came back after those. After after was Carino in there? No. Triple threat. Was just incredible? ECW. Or is that he just the impact thing. players? He was his own thing. That was the impact players of Lance Storm. The triple threat. Here we go. Former members. Benoit, really? No. Primetime, Brian Lee. Mm-hmm. Supreme. Oh, they brought it back in XPW. Oh. Ew. And Lizzie Borden. Ew. How did they disband in 2013? That doesn't make any sense. Who else? That's it. That's really? all I got. Yeah. There's more people. I think while we were around, it was just, it says Dean Malenko too. I think it was a Shane Douglas, Bam Bam, and uh, Chris Candido. That was like the main triple threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, for a brief period of time, it says Two Cold Scorpio. I don't remember that. That's probably uh, previous to when we started watching. Mm, yeah. Anyways, this version of the triple threat, um, nowhere near as dominant as Shane Douglas's version in ECW because they took on the Bludgeon Brothers and got destroyed. Match, in fact, never started. Hey, good for them, though. They didn't pull any of those shenanigans last week when the Bludgeon Brothers nearly, literally killed baby Santino. I don't know. One guy got thrown face first into another guy. Yeah, and there was another face first apron bit, which didn't look great, but not nearly as bad as what happened to baby Santino last week. Yeah, I think we're talking about the same thing, but yeah, it looked bad, but yeah. It was face on human flesh as opposed to face on apron. Yeah. Anyways, for some reason, the match never started. There was no pin. Bludgeon Brothers just destroyed everybody. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like kind of a waste of a time slot. Give us a match, at least. Who are, they, who are the Bludgeon Brothers? Like? New Day? Yeah. Mm. Mm. They both went over here, so who knows? And the, But it's not going to be in the pre-show. It's going to no, be on the main so. show. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with New Day there. We got our predictions. Probably. We're going to drop our predictions later today. Today or tomorrow? Today. Today? Oh. Up tomorrow morning. Oh, dear. Oh, today's Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Man. Uh, next, first of three Miz and Daniel Bryan video packages. Um, well done. Well put together. Mm-hmm. Tell them the complete eight-year story of the Miz and Daniel Bryan. This first bit um, touched primarily on their time in the initial version of NXT mm-hmm. when it was pro and rookie. Um, I wasn't aware that Daniel Bryan lost every one of his matches. I did not know that either. And then once he was kicked off, he had a match against the Miz. And as he put it, once I uh, stopped wrestling, how he taught me, told me how to wrestle, and I wrestled how I wrestled. Yeah, I beat him. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good little bit. These packages were really good. It's just they were plentiful. Well, there's there three. Like, yeah, three of them. There's three of them. They should have done one really solid one. I don't know. I thought it was effective. Next up, Sanity versus New Day. What is going on with Sanity's new? Like they're like slowly morphing into just regular wrestlers. Like Damo, he used to look cool with his like uh, sort of leather tights slash kilt type thing. Yeah, you know, and you can see all of his chest hair and back hair and boobs. And now he just has a singlet. What? And it's purple. Yeah, they should be completely free of colors. No blue. No purple. It should all be variations on grays and browns and dirt colors. D- yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Dirt colors. Dirt exactly. Colors. Yeah. Well, you can toss some rust. earthy, earthy Earth colors. Tones, yes. Earth tones and rust and dust co- and dust. Dirt colors. Concrete texture. Yeah, but yeah, rust. So you, you get like an orange brown in there. Yeah, exactly. Orange yeah. reddish brown. Yeah. But no, I agree. What are they doing over there, man? I don't know. This is a really good match, though. Yeah, it was a really, really fun match. The new—I'm telling you, man—the new day are killing it these Heck days. Yeah, man. They Every match they're pop, in, too. 
every match they're in, they're, it's so great. It's so exciting. Like, it's so easy to, like, just sort of focus on the comedy aspect of them. But I've been saying this for, like, ages now. Man, they are just a fantastic actual wrestling well, yeah, tag team. Yeah, I mean, that, that's been evident since their feud against the Usos. Mm-hmm. When every match was an awesome match. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff. Um, uh, New Day pick up the win. Uh, Big E pins Damo after up, up, down, down. Yeah, I was disappointed they didn't give it to Kofi. It was his birthday. Mm-hmm. Corey Graves said, what is he, like, 51? So rude. That is rude. Super rude. Yeah. Anyways, great match. If you, if you can get a chance to check it out last night, do so today. Highly recommended. Next, part two, Ms. Daniel Bryan. Um, this kind of covered uh, everything up until Daniel Bryan having to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where they didn't really have, a, they didn't seem like they crossed paths a ton. Um, it was kind of like Daniel Bryan's ascent. Miz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Miz, you know, he had his title reign. They didn't really touch on the fact that for a good four years, he was not really doing anything. Yeah, They true. tried to make him a face. With Ric Flair. Boy, they never mentioned that. No, because... That has been basically erased from history. Because it bombed. It bombed big time. No, people cared nothing about that. Miz is not a good face. And he never had a particularly good figure for. No. He He still, to this day... He didn't know how to do it. To this day, he really hasn't figured it out. I know. I know. Um, But yeah, meanwhile, obviously, Daniel Bryan. Huge ascent. Um, After that, we had Paige knocking on Samoa Joe's... Uh, door and she just wants him to tranquilo tonight. She said, "I don't want my main event for SummerSlam being ruined because y'all are getting too out of hand. So just..." And then he says, "No, you chose me as AJ's pun because of my unpredictability. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do what I want when I want, and that's that." Or he said, "Or I can sit back here and enjoy my evening. You enjoy yours." Close yeah. The door went back inside. It was great, man. Samoa Joe needs to headline his own like TNT original. He's a one-man show. show. After oh like a like a stage show yeah like coffee houses, no Broadway Broadway straight yeah. up Broadway yeah, it's, it's straight to Broadway for Joe. What would be the theme? I mean, they are of Legion, man. <laughs> you can put anything in his hands, and I think he'd make it gold. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's very I can't. I mean, there's only like a handful of actors in Hollywood who do that professionally for a living. They have the level of gravitas you, that Samoa Joe has. Listen, you ever see that show uh, Colony? No. It's with the dude from Lost. Yeah. One of the dudes oh, from yeah, Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sawyer. Yeah, Sawyer. Very good. Yeah. Well, that was unexpected. Well, um, I watched all Lost. I should know who Sawyer I is. I forgot his name. Uh, and I think his name. real name is Josh something. Um, anyways. Yeah. He battles aliens, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen like one episode. I tried to get into it. All I right. couldn't. Right? Yeah. Uh, replace Sawyer with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe fighting aliens. No, I want Samoa Joe. No. What do you mean, no? Yes. No, this should be uh, at, at the minimum. If it's going to be on cable, this has got to be like an HBO series. It'd be terrible, Samoa Joe and Suits. Have you ever seen that? Or White no, Collar? I don't know which one is shows. which. White Collar and Suits, I think they're like the same thing. I mean, based on the title, it sounds very similar. <laughs> it is. I think. It's all people like, it's like a bunch of people just in suits. Like talking very sternly about stuff. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Anyways, moving on. Next, Aiden English versus Andrade Cien Almas. So Aiden English busted it. He debuted a new song prior yeah. to this. Yeah. Where he said, I'm a terrible friend. Yeah. I'm just trying to make amends to Lon and Rusev Day. Yeah. The crowd was booing him. I felt so bad for him. Because they were booing him. And I'm like, why are you booing this guy? He, his intentions have been true throughout. He's putting his heart out there. And it's not like he's going out there and purposely messing anything up. Right. He's just a bit bumbling. Yes, exactly. His heart is in the right place. Exactly. Man. Oh, Eric James here in chat says Suits is about a law firm. Well, what's White Collar about? Are, th- are they are they fi- in, in finance or something? <laughs> I mean, because really... If you work in like a, a high-rise tower and you make a lot of money, I don't feel like the narrative leaders be a whole lot of difference between what's going on. Yes or no? Uh, I agree with you. Alex C says, how about Samoa Joe and Deadwood? See, they're filming that movie soon. Yeah. They need to get him Samoa in that. Samoa Joe in there. Yeah. That's a great idea. Um, anyways, uh, almost wins pretty easily. With this was a quick match. Yeah, with a hammerlock DDT. We were about a minute. I was about a minute into it. I was on Hulu, and uh, I was like, man, I got to get my kid ready for school soon. It was this morning. And so I like hit the fast ahead 30 second button. It was over. <laughs> and it was over. And then I hit back 10 seconds and it was still over. I hit back 10 seconds. It was still over. I swear this match lasts like a minute and a half might, or something. Yeah, it might have been about that. Because holy crap, 
Almas, uh, Aiden English uh, hit a splash, frog splash, got a two count. Uh, Aiden English gave him a back elbow. Eight, I'm sorry, Almas gave Aiden English a back elbow. Corner Aiden English knees. fell into the corner. Corner knees. Hammerlock boom. DDT. That's it. Hammerlock DDT. Yeah, that's match. Um, so then. Uh, Zelina Vega and all, uh, Andretti Almas dropped a, a brief promo. Yeah. Um, and then Rusev and Lana came out. Mm hmm. Dropped the promo of their they own. They dropped a promo. They sang Rusev Day. Yeah. Aiden English nowhere to be found. Is he going to cost Rusev Day that match? Yes and yes. Absolutely. Yes, he will. Is he going to be intentional? Is it going to be a turn? Is he going to join Almost Day? No? I don't know if he's going to join Almost Day. but He's going to join the like, loser's locker room? I feel like based on how this feud has been going. Mm-hmm. Um. They've they've they're they're finally kind of casting Rusev as a face. Yeah, they got to continue with that. Yeah, they got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, did your tree move again? Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Well, that was weird. Wasn't that from yesterday? Next, Paige AJ Styles backstage. Paige goes to AJ and more or less says the same thing to him as she did to Samoa Joe, mm -hmm. namely, "Cool it. Don't want to ruin our main event for SummerSlam." And AJ said, "I made my wife a promise. I told her I was not going to get." I was gonna keep it tranquilo. I was, I'm not gonna get all violent and stuff here. I made my wife promise, and she said, "Okay, AJ, thank you," or something like that. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. And then after that, we had another Ms. Daniel Bryan video package. Yeah. This and this is from Talking Smack onward. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So hot, hot stuff. Yes. Daniel Bryan is just so happy to be here. Oh, I know. He's just so he's so delighted to be back. It's fantastic. It really is. Next, uh, Shelton Benjamin versus Jeff Hardy. We haven't seen Shelton Benjamin in a while. No, we haven't, Which but here he bummer. is in the main event on SmackDown. Kind of the main event. <laughs> Again, this wasn't a very long match. No, it wasn't. Maybe about five minutes. Um, Jeff Hardy picked up the win with a twist of fate. Mm -hmm. No swanton, though, just a splash. Yeah, I, I'm glad about that. I don't... I don't well, here's the thing. Just a, You know, okay, so here's... I was going to ask you about that. Wasn't... So he hits the, uh, the twist of fate. Yeah. Right? And then he hops on him for the pin. Or was it a warrior splash? I think it was a warrior splash. You think so? Yeah. That was like a warrior. He was like actively. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I hope that's his new finisher. Well, here's the thing. Because we've been hearing, or I heard for a while in an interview or something, that he said that he can't, he doesn't do the swanton anymore at house shows because it hurts his back. Yeah. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Knowing why he does that, totally cool with it. You know, it helps him wrestle longer and keep them healthy. Great. But then he busts out a, a swanton. On Nakamura. Oh, yeah. It's a go-home, dude. It's a SummerSlam go-home. This ain't no house show. This is no hole in the wall, pal. Well, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a house show. It wasn't a house show when he was facing Shelton Benjamin. Um, yeah, but it's Shelton Benjamin. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> you can beat Shelton if with he a just, warrior if splash. He just did, no, I see. Here's the thing. If he just wanted the twist of fate, totally cool. But by adding that, tossing that little extra splash on there, in my mind, a substitute for the Swanton, only to bust out the Swanton later, I'm feeling like... Shelton Benjamin, he's a former champion. It should take a swanton to beat him. Can I suggest this, though? What? I'm kind of, I'm, I was kind of joking. When I saw it, I was like, oh, Warrior Splash. But it was sort of a joke. I'm pretty sure he was just diving for the pin. No, I think it was a move. Because it wasn't just like diving for the pin. He jumped arms and legs fully extended. I think it was just a very dramatic jump. I don't know, man. Watch it again. I feel Let's like ask I, chat. And Let's also, take it to chat. And also, I think commentary mentioned it. One for Warrior Splash, two for jumping on the pin. I'm telling you, man, that was a splash. You could be right. You could be right. But I want to I want uh, crowdsource it. I just feel like Shelton Benjamin, if he's going to lose, he should take the full brunt of Jeff Hardy's offense to do it. I don't I, you, Dude, look, I like Shelton Benjamin too. But no, he shouldn't. See how you felt Hold about on a second. You're talking. This is the same exact conversation we had yesterday, but flipped. Yeah. The because, deep six. Is, yeah, because there's no way. No, because Shelton Benjamin has history. He's, he is a former champion many times over. Like 11,000 years ago. Doesn't matter. Oh, you're crazy. He's an, he is an accomplished WWE superstar. So is Tyler Breeze. What does he want? Hold on. Hold on. Wow, it's fairly split. It is fairly split. I'm pretty sure commentary said something about Twist of Fate and a splash. Jeff Hardy wins. Okay, well, that's a little different. Okay, why would anybody put a three on here or a 69? I know 69 is funny. It is fairly even. It's fairly even. All right. Not a decisive. I'm telling you, it was an intentional splash. 
Because I've seen Jeff Hardy do a splash before and looked exactly like he was doing a splash. All right. All right. I don't think I've ever seen him hit a twist of fate and then do a splash leap thing. He's still innovating. Nobody else has endeavored to bring back the warrior splash from obscurity. Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure other people have done the splash. Anyways, um, after Jeff Hardy's victory, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes down to the ring. Um, he uh, knees him in the back. There's like a code breaker type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, goes for a Kinshasa. Jeff Hardy reverses it into a twist of fate and a swanton. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's kind of exiting the ring, we cut to the curtain next to the ramp. And Randall Orton's just lurking that, there. It was amazing. It was amazing. He was like... Oh, dear. Getting ready. Getting ready for it. I'm going to shake his hand with my cock fingers. Oh, dear. When he gets back here. Um, yeah. So that was cool. So how is that? How is it going to play out at SummerSlam? Not going to be an RKO because no. he doesn't do that anymore. No. But what's he going to do? How's he going to inject himself into I that think, match? I think somehow he'll just cost Jeff Hardy the match. Um, so it's weird. That's the feud they've been focusing on for the most part. And yet Jeff Hardy has a match against Nakamura, not Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I thought they would have made it like a triple threat. Yeah, I thought that too. But, but I guess not. guess not. Yeah. And then finally, our main event segment. AJ Styles comes out, drops a promo again, talks about kind of the sacrifices he's had to make to be a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. How that relates to his family, how Joe tried to play mind games, but then he had a conversation with his wife after last week, and his wife said to him, you know, don't let him make Ooh, you hold on, breaking. Cool. No, we got confirmation here from Pizza Roll Fire. Just watched commentary said splash, and it looks like a splash. All right, maybe you're right. I am right. His new signature, splash, or his new finish, slash signature. No, because he did, he did the swanton. Splash, though? Well, yeah, you're not going to give a splash to Nakamura. That'd be silly. But you can tell it. It's totally normal to give it to Sheldon Benjamin. No. You're just saying that because Sheldon Benjamin was in Suzuki-gun. No, I'm saying that because Sheldon Benjamin's great. And he's, uh, he has a storied history in WWE. He's a multi-time champion. Wow. Give him the respect. If he's going to lose, make it a finisher. Man, it doesn't count when like, his loss. multi-time championship reigns were like and also he a was million years ago. The, literally the Ruthless Aggression era. That was oh, like three eras ago. Yeah, no, people know that. Long time ago, man. Anyways, uh, AJ finishes up his promo. or is about to. Samoa Joe comes out, and he uh, produces a letter from his suit jacket. Which he says is from a member of the WWE Universe. He reads it, and uh, the, the gist of it is, oh, goodness. Alex C. in Discord is making me laugh. Um, you know, uh, Samoa Joe, I was disgusted by what you said, not because of what you said, because it, re- it made me realize that AJ Styles was essentially a terrible father or a terrible parent. Yeah. And as the letter goes on, it's revealed, at least... I'm sure it's Joe's penmanship on that letter. <laughs> that this letter was from Wendy, AJ Styles' wife. Hold on a second. What? He he said, he said, with much regard sincerely or whatever, Wendy Styles. Yeah. That fool's not really named AJ Styles. Oh no. Why didn't he say Wendy Jones? Kayfabe, man. AJ's wife. That's so silly, Wendy Styles. <laughs> oh man. Alan Jones, isn't that his real name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wendy Styles. Yeah, that was funny. That was a nice little twist there at the end, and then he goes away. And then there was um, there was, was like a fallout a, thing where AJ goes after Joe backstage, and he's held back by the club and the Usos. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah, and Smojo's ready to throw, but he doesn't need anybody to hold him back. He's just no. sort of ready to yeah. defend himself. Yeah. Um. So things were about to get violent. They're about to get bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now we're heading to SummerSlam. AJ versus Joe. I think this is going to be, look, I'm not getting my hopes too far up, but how can this not be? I kind of get, here's the thing, there's two different things going on here. AJ and Nakamura's WrestleMania match was like 90, no, like 70% feeling them out, feeling Mm -hmm. each other out. Mm -hmm. This ain't going to be none of that. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be straight up like running into each other. Just going at it. Slobber knocker. When you bring Wendy Styles into the the equation, I think AJ is going to be all about throwing hands. That's all you need to do, man. That's the same with that Roman Brock match, man. Just start, just throw, just throw oh, hands from the get. Yeah, I want to see what looks like like super shoot punches. You oh, know? I know. Remember uh, Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan 
the match they had during that gauntlet match. Remember the time Brock Lesnar shoot punched Braun Strowman and he yeah. almost knocked him out? Yeah. Whoa. Remember the, uh, Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe when they had that gauntlet match to determine number one contender for something? And Daniel Bryan's chest was like turned to hamburger because yeah. it was really physical? Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. No, me too, man. God, could you imagine what if Braun actually got knocked out? <laughs> would that have been the end of him? No, they no. would have been able to rehab him, but boy, that wouldn't have looked good. No. Gosh. Brock Lesnar's kind of a dingus, isn't he? He's a bit of a dingus. He's a bit of a front area. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, let's answer some questions, Steve. Okie doke. Uh, Kuya Paul, $5. Slow day on the lift roads. The drought is real. Uh, what? On the lift? Oh, oh, man. Lift driver. Oh, yeah. Slow the day. drought in terms of passengers yes. driving places. Um, Alexis Pikonen. Two euros. Just want to say, hey, friendos. Hello. Hey, Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Joe Cunningham, WWE buried Killian Dane's body hair. Yeah, man. You yeah, know that was that. A, that was probably a Vince thing. What? I'm getting tired of seeing his weird hair. Same reason they make Baron Corbin wear a shirt. Put him in a singlet. Ah, what crap. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Wyatt, Handy Orton, the literal curtain jerker. <laughs> Andy Orton. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Andy Orton. That's good. <laughs> the literal curtain jerker. That was uh, good. That's good. Mr. Hellking just saw the Terry Crews SummerSlam promo was pretty solid. Top five pay-per-view promos. I need to check that out because Terry Crews is great. Is this like a, a recent thing that he did or is this like from a while ago? Did Terry- no, I think this is for this, this SummerSlam. Terry Crews? Yeah. The president from Idiocracy? Yeah. He dropped a SummerSlam promo? Well, I mean, like a commercial, I think, and he just did the voiceover. I would oh, man. I know, that sounds I amazing. I love Terry Crews. Terry Cruz. Crews is great. He's a national treasure. Wouldn't it be great Heck if he yes actually he became is. president one day? Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Amazing. Courtney Summers, so apparently Dave Meltzer said that Peyton was more attractive and lighter in NXT. What an a-hole. So awful. Yeah, are we going to talk about it tomorrow on that show? That's blowing That's up Twitter Friday. right now. I'm is sorry, Friday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> Friday. We can talk about that. I suppose we could. Man, you just you, you, you can't be putting your foot in your mouth like that, dude. Nope. You can't be, you can't be saying that shit. Nope. I don't know. Nonstop player. Please read my reasoning on my last question. Oh, why are you not, you're not a patron anymore? I guess I missed that. I was too busy drinking myself to... Uh, I'm starting my freshman year in a week, so I left my job to focus on my academics. I will return. All right. Hey, can't listen, argue with that. No, listen. Can't we'll, argue with that. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm not losing nonstop players' questions. All right. I'm not doing that. All right. If academics gets the way of, his, of him being able to edit fantastic questions for Matt Chat, fine. That's fine. But, hey, you're good. Fear and loathing in NYC. Friendo's high as F. Tommaso Ciampa isn't real. He's just the jacked up alter ego of Paul Ellering. Nah, man. That's why he never went to Maine. Nah, man. That's, a, that's some, quite some conspiracy. Champ theory. is real. Oh, do you ever finish? Or are you caught up on RFK tapes yet? No, no, oh, no, no. It's in a completely different direction. Ooh, in a good way? Ooh, I'll check it out on my on my run walk today. I can fill you in once we're done if you want me to. No, don't fill no. me in. I want all to right, listen right, to it myself right, and then we'll discuss. All right. Can we do a podcast about a podcast? All right. Okay. What, uh, where'd you leave off? Very early on, oh, like maybe episode three. Okay, you got six to listen to. Oh, I can binge. Nice. Very happy about that now. Let's do some questions on the Patreon, please. Okay. Um, opinions on, from Michael Beery. Opinions on protected headshots with a chair. Should they come back? Only using them here and there, I think they'd bring back some edge. It takes me out of the whole thing when it's only back shots. Hey, man. You don't want to mess with brain injuries. With respect to your opinion, Michael, I'm, I'm kind of good with them not being around anymore. They get close enough sometimes. When they do them right, they get close enough. When you hit it like on the shoulder blade area and you go like this. Or if they're really good about getting their hand up at the last moment. Yeah, right, yeah. Even they really didn't even do that anymore. They really don't even mess around with that anymore. No. But when they used to do that, when they used to look like they were going to take it right to the right to the forehead and they've got the hands up at the last moment. Uh, Friendo Club Hunter Rook. WWE are planting the seeds for Sasha Bailey and Becky Charlotte breakups as well as women's tag division. Who do you think will turn on whom first? I don't think there's going to be a turn at all. Also, if they're planning a horsewoman versus horsewoman match in the future, how long will the heel turn last? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on this one. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're both going to go. I think we're going to see like both these teams in the finals 
of the tag team tournament. And that's going to lead to them joining forces to take on Ronda Rousey and her four horsewomen. But the big question is going to be who's going to pick up those titles? Sasha and Bailey. Uh, CM Krause 15, should WWE add a lower card title such as a TV internet title or are there too many titles as it is? Think of something similar to Goto's never open weight title. Thanks for everything, friendo. So on one hand, I feel like the never open weight title is one title too many. On the other hand, I don't think WWE has enough titles to be honest with you. No, network title. Yeah. Loser locker room title. They, they have so many more people coming in. That's what they should do. Yeah, loser locker room title. And then if you lose the belt, you get kicked out of the loser locker room. We're probably going to maybe going to talk about this on tomorrow's episode because Triple H had his NXT conference call. But he suggested the idea that the NXT champion can be like an NWA traveling territory champion. I was wondering about that, too. With the other NXT brands. I was wondering about that, yeah. That's great. I think it's fantastic. Uh, W.S. Fletcher, the thumbnail is so funny. Randy Stephanie is right there, sir. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> The first triple threat was Dean, Benoit, and Dean. So Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, and Dean Douglas. Uh, wait, what? So the first triple threat was Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, and Dean Douglas. Man, I do not know my history, apparently. Nope. Fear and See, but then I learn and I can regurgitate Yeah, now. Fear and Loathing NYC. Instead of Loser Locker Room, I like Table 9 from The Wedding Singer. Um, <laughs> that's obscure. That's funny. I don't yeah. even. I, I. I. I probably understand what the reference is, but I don't remember that joke. That's funny. Um, Table nine. Eduardo Cabo Verde. Verde. Sorry. Calling a Charlotte heel turn maybe as new head of New Absolution, building toward Ronda at WrestleMania. Um, that's a pretty bold statement there, Eduardo. Eduardo. Yeah. So that's if you get that, then I'll give you a big old too sweet. Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one here. Um, oh, I'll do this one. Uh, Gloria Steve Klain, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you two to watch SummerSlam? Seven? It's going to be a long show, man. Yeah, I don't like sitting there just doing a whole lot of nothing. I'm more excited about just interacting with the Friendo community. Yeah, me too. I'm cool with that too. And maybe um, get, you know, maybe there'll be a couple good matches. Yeah, I know. If I knew they were all going to be like slam bang matches, then I'd be like, ooh, I'm super into this. I know. Like, I'm not even sure I'll be able to watch TakeOver Live. Oh, I never watched like TakeOver a, Live. Like a funeral that day. Or even before SummerSlam, I think is my point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. Uh, Mr. Unforgettable Six, who's the next NXT call up to fail? I mean, the way the pattern's been going, take your pick. Man. Okay, well, who is the last NXT call-up to succeed? Depends on your definition of success. Like, Shinsuke's a success for me. Finn Balor. But that's going back a ways. But he was put instantly into the main event scene. That's a good point. That's Not a pretty, before his first feud was That's Dolph. a high standard, yeah. Was Dolph. That'd be rude. And then after that, he was pretty quickly put into a program with Jinder and then lost twice. The jury's still out on Drew. Yeah. He's doing great work. Almost. Yeah. Again, too decent soon to, success. Too soon to tell. Too soon to tell, but uh, booking him strong. Yeah. He's in the pre-show. Yeah. He's on uh, the card. He's on the card. More than Bob Root can say. Sanity. No good. No. No good. Especially tag teams. What are they doing? What are they doing? I swear to you, if they mess up somehow in dispute era. <gasps> no. I might be done. I think they're, dude. I, I think they're. I think they're mess up proof. We said that about so many people, though. What is it? This. If they mess up on dispute era, that might be the last straw for me. Oh no! Are you gonna it quit? Might, no, it might be New Japan all the time. Huh? <gasps> OG sneakerhead. It's been a year of watching WWE. After four years, I'm disappointed on Finn's booking. Um, the reason I came back was love the demon entrance, but the takeovers are worth watching and main pay-per-views are hit or mess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, those takeovers are pretty great though. Tell yeah, you they what. Yeah. yeah, they are. Um, oh, CM Punk finds an inadmissible in court. Power rank other times. Randy Orton was caught peeping. Seemingly when people like would take their boots off and he was looking for a place to defecate or dip his cock and balls yeah. in their well, boots. Well, not boots. Luggage. Luggage? Like he'd be lurking in the locker room. Yeah. 
like you know, like the but shower then area. But catches him, and he's like, "Oh," hey. and he hides. I was just, I was just doing some squats right here. I was doing some squats right here. I needed a good, I needed some privacy. I needed, I needed some privacy. Good, I needed a good deep squat. Stephanie, where's your bag? Where's your bag? And then she leaves, and then and then he. Or dunks his cock That's and balls. Boot. That's a boot, according to Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> just a boot. Uh, Tommy Cat, day off, woke up at nine, played Doom, smoked weed, and now chilling with the greatest community in the world. We need one hour of Amber Nova on tonight's NXT. That's right, NXT's tonight. Yeah. Ooh, very exciting. There's going to be a long video package probably for Alistair Black. I'm sorry, for Gargano versus Ciampa. Are we, do you think we're getting any more clues? Probably not, huh? From who killed Alistair Black? We really need to. They really need to stretch out that. Man, you and I need to figure out. We need to make NXT TV taping a priority. Okay. We need to make that a priority. We need to put that on our 2019 list of things to do. All right. So we can visit the parking lot where Alistair Black was shot and murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. Uh, Lego, WWE.com exclusive. Mid card holds AJ Styles back while Joe insults him more. Was kind of funny in his execution. The, the, the <laughs> yeah, video. yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, let's see here, Isaac M. I found myself rewatching Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan SummerSlam match, and it made me love Shawn even more, and also made me hate Hulk Hogan even more. What was your guys's take on that whole fiasco? Oh, it's hilarious. Shawn Michaels. Another reason Shawn Michaels is the best. At that point, no fucks given. That is a mate. A dream match between two of their respective eras' greatest. Yeah, and Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Is being such a turd, <laughs> such a turd, that HBK decides it's going to make a fiasco of this At whole thing. SummerSlam! Oh, it's great. The sec- arguably the second biggest pay per view of the year. Oh, it's great. Dream match scenario, and Hogan looks mildly confused. Not thoroughly confused, mildly confused. Because HBK is completely clowning, clowning in that ring. Because Hulk Hogan didn't want to go to three matches where he gets to go over two to two to one. <laughs> no, I just want to do one match and I win. Ugh. Because he probably thought HBK was too small. Fear and loathing in NYC. This is totally out of my control, but instead of going to TakeOver, I'm going to SummerSlam. Any reason to be excited? AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Oh, man. No, look. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Any, any, any WWE show. I don't care if it's a house show, if it's a Raw, a SmackDown. When you're there live, it is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I will take my experience at WrestleMania out of the equation. That's just too much. But, uh... Do what's best for you comfortably. I said, I told you after that WrestleMania experience, I said, you know what I'm going to do next year? Because we're thinking of maybe doing a New Orleans mm-hmm. the, the, the following mm-hmm. year. I said, you can do what you want. I am going to watch the pre-show from home. I will then leisurely Uber over. I'll find my seat with you next to you. I'll plunk down after having a nice meal. And then I'll enjoy it from that point on. But doing the entire thing from beginning to finish at WrestleMania, I would not recommend field seats either, man. Well, it's, unless you're like the first five rows. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. First five rows are great. Past that, just go in the lower bowl. Yeah, it's hard 31 to 31 was fantastic yeah, from the was lower fun. bowl. Also, it, was it was so much fun. It was fun. a much shorter show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Just want to say thanks, friendos. Cast a lawyer drama with WWE stars. Oh, so like suits? Like but suits. With, yeah, but with uh, WWE stars. Yeah. Um, we got to get John Cena in there. Well, yeah, I'd put the New Day in there. Yeah. Or at least Big E, because he'd be great. Oh, and Xavier Woods. He's got to be in Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. That'd be really good. He's got to be the prosecutor. We've already seen what Baron Corbin can do wearing a suit-ish Is he type a, a, thing. A, a, like a, a, a... He's a constable. Yeah. Oh, he's the bailiff in the courtroom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. John Cena could be the judge. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, who else? Anybody from NXT? Oscar. Tommaso Ciampa as prison warden. Oh, there you go. That's good. This is, remember, a legal drama. I don't know how many prison characters there would be. Well, I mean, you know, part of the legal system is prison system. Yeah. 
So I, I assume at some point the Miz, the Miz would actually, and the Miz oh. should be cast in suits. Miz, the Miz should be like some sort of a, a local politician. I don't know anything about suits or white collar, really, but the Miz should be on both those shows. Yeah, because I just feel like they probably have the annoying antagonist character who's just obnoxious as hell, and I feel like he should be in it. Okay, so who is in this show? White collar. I'm going to Google suits while we're at this, while we're doing all this business. Suits. Suits. Watch full episodes. No thanks. So suit or white collar, sorry, is about a con man. The FBI. Oh. Man, look at this cast on suits. Look, the dude from Hostel, one of the hustles in it. Oh, yeah. But then uh, his name, Dulé Hill. Oh, yeah. He was in West Wing and then Psych. And then freaking what's her face? Who's that? That's um. Oh, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl's in it. Wow, she's big star power. Uh, Look so at this latest tweet from the Suits Twitter account. Could there be a new baby lit in the near future? So somebody's gonna have a baby. So part of the, of White Collar is about uh, this con artist uh, going to the FBI about apprehending dangerous white-collar criminals. White-collar criminals are inherently not dangerous. That's kind of what I thought, too. That's what the whole point of white-collar crimes is they're not dangerous. They're just... That's what I thought, too. Here's this one. Family issues infiltrate infiltrate the office on all fronts on an all-new suit. That Ooh. sounds incredibly boring. Yeah. Atheos Wrath. Uh, I'm late, but I'm here. Welcome. Travis Dayton. I wish they utilized Shelton Benjamin better. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal Jones, hey friendos, shag, marry, fire, sanity. I, get, I think marry Damo, right? Yeah, you'd marry Damo. You'd probably shag Alexander Wolf. You'd probably just fire Eric Young. Mm -hmm. I couldn't deal with his voice. It's too much for yeah, me. It's too much. Hey, Steven, did you take out the garbage? Look, honey. Oh, this is a great question. Fear and loathing in NYC. Choices to play you in a going and raw movie. He's going with T.J. Miller and Michael Kelly. Oh, I you guess know who, Michael Kelly. You know who played. Michael Kelly is, right? Yeah, from House of Cards. Yeah, yeah crazy. He's psycho. Well, not the actor. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. That's a good and one. And Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that'd be who good. Who plays Luchando? Uh, uh, Peter Berg. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> who plays Adam Mayhem? It's got to be Adam Mayhem. Mm -mm. What about Adam Mayhem? It's warm now. Um. No, Adam Mayhem is played by Michael Pena. <laughs> He's great. He is great. He is great. He's fantastic. Don't know about that though. What about Adam Mayhem? What about Adam Mayhem? Jonathan Randy's new finisher should be the mandible claw. You. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Because he touches his dick. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Leviathan Bunny asks, so, hey, friendos, so is Rusev a face now? Seems that way. Yeah. Seems he, that way. He pretty much has. Well, yeah, he just fought AJ. That's a heel thing. So, yeah, he's a face. He's a face. Universal Jones, better kisser, Nakamura, or Randy Orton? Better who? Better kisser? Kisser, yeah. Probably Shinsuke? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Like sometimes when you kiss, you use your hands like to, you know, cup the person's face. Yeah. Like that. He's touching this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fear loathing NYC book a Randy Orton versus Joey Ryan match. Oh, dear. Well, obviously, Randy would be immune to the dick flip. Yeah. Uh, Charvel Myers, Wendy Styles don't, doesn't get more kayfabe <laughs> than true, that. That's true, man. That's true. Yep. That's true. Uh, Travis Dayton, best and worst feud going into SummerSlam. I mean, it's got to be Ms. Daniel Bryan. Is the best, yeah. Although I feel like they probably should have kicked it up a notch, like physically this week. Mm -hmm. You know, going into SummerSlam in like the main event segment. The worst feud going into SummerSlam. I don't know. bad. It just doesn't feel like Nakamura is the focus of it. It's the weirdest. It's definitely mm -hmm. the weirdest. Mm -hmm. You got this Warrior Splash now entering the equation, so that's weird. Uh, you got Randy Orton lurking in the shadows like a pervo, and he's got this whole dick, dick hand sort of yeah. subplot going on. That's the weirdest, but what's the weakest? Strange. I wouldn't say that's the weakest. No. Um, 
Uh, uh, New Day, Bludgeon Brothers. Nothing. There's nothing between these two teams. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing happened. That's what true. was the play? What they were they were the, the Sanity New Day match was can Sanity halt their momentum? Yeah, no. that's silly. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Everything else is fairly Everything hot. Everything else has been pretty solid. Everything else is fairly. I mean, you could, I guess, say B Team Revival, but I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward mm-hmm. to that match. Mm-hmm. Could be a good one. DJ Chicken, which Triple H was the true Reign of Terror? Hunter Hearst Helmsley with his Golden Shuffle or RKO with his Harry Horton handshake? That is a true Reign of Terror right there. Yes, that's that. That is that is a Reign of Terror, especially if you're a writer. Uh, Charvel Myers best video promo Vengeance 2001 for the undisputed title. You gonna do some Patreon questions? Uh, no, you can keep on going. All right, Mister Ghost of Five. I can't buy into this feud. AJ is too nice a guy in real life for me to believe anything Joe says. I feel WB is asking too much suspension of disbelief. I just don't feel like it's necessary to get it to a personal level. I kind of like it. It seems kind of thrown in. It kind of seems thrown together a little bit. But I'm okay with it. It, if for no other reason, it's it's led to it's it's given us a lot of cool Samoa Joe promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which otherwise, if it wasn't there, we'd get some. I'm not gonna say I would never call anything Samoa Joe does generic, but it would be more. You know, this is the one time when I feel like the in ring competition thing. We know we know they're gonna kill it in the ring. Oh yeah. So I, I'm okay with it. I'm All okay right. with it. All right, Austin Luff. Just want to say, hey, friendos. Hey. Hey, uh, James Rodriguez, do you think AJ's current reign as WWE champion has felt underwhelming? I mean, it'd be nice if he made a minute of show. Yeah, that would be nice. So in that respect, maybe he has, has he had an iconic feud? Like the Shinsuke one was long, but it never really had, there was no back and forth there really. No, not really. So maybe, but it's been a long one. It's been like I think he just surpassed JBL's SmackDown yeah, yeah, run. Yeah, 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 for a brand exclusive title. Yeah. M squared, uh, worst NXT call up fail, Sanity or of Authors of Pain, or is it too early to tell for Sanity? Thanks, friendos. Kinda maybe too. So Sanity, I think, has had more success than Authors of Pain because they've well, been on, on TV. Well, who Sanity? Yeah. They just lost. On TV. Yeah. Authors of Pain were gone for like how many weeks? I know, but then one of them lost in a singles match too. Who? Uh, Akam. Yeah, I yeah. Authors of Pain have had it worse, I think. Oh yeah. Is that we're agreeing on that? Maybe, but you just said uh, Sandy has had more success on TV. And I'm just saying. No, no, they no, just no, no. Lost. No, I say Sanity has had more success. They've been on TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's that's the bare minimum of success, and Authors of Pain haven't really. Haven't really it's broached too that to tell. too they've, much. They've bungled both of them. Um, Bodega Poppy. Cassius Ono should become a detective and figure out who attacked Alistair Black. That'd be Bring good. Cassius Ono is detective in legal drama. I'd like that. That's good. Private Eye. Yeah, I could see that. Sort of a bungling Private Eye. Yeah. Uh, Lego, for me, splitting up Rusev Day or rehashing the Montreal Screwjob again will make me turn off WWE. What would do it for you? Undisputed era screw up aside. That's pretty much the only thing. It would take, if they bungled Undisputed Era, I'd be done with it. Yeah, man. I'd go apply to work at Starbucks or something. You'd probably get good benefits there, man. Tommy Cat, Niz, Little Bill on Boogie Nights. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, Adam Galloper, Baron Corbin impression, prosecuting Randy Orton. Hey. Oh, my. oh. If the dick hand glove doesn't fit, you must quit. No, it's a defense he, he lawyer. Tries to put it on. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Mr. Hell King, speaking of casting, which wrestler would you guys cast as the Juggernaut in a legit X Men flick? Juggernaut. We'll be hard. You got to do Buddy oh, Murphy. Uh, He's a Juggernaut of 205 Live. Wait, what? what? Buddy Murphy? No, man. That dude's only 204.75 pounds. Oh, It'd be Braun Strowman. Or Lars Sullivan. Or Rusev. Yeah, or Lars Sullivan. That's a good one. Trey Saunders, do you think it will get kicked out of... Oh, sorry. Do you think I will get kicked out of Raw if I bring a... Pre-com, yeah, your name sign. With your yes. faces on it. You will. Yeah, you'll get kicked. Don't do that. Definitely. I don't will. want to be associated with that. You definitely What the will. heck? Definitely will. Oh, it's a... Uh, trivia. Trivia. trivia day. Here, do one more question from the Patreon. Uno mas. How do you say question in Spanish? Uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Elias is a guitar tech. Josh Fields. Book an event 
featuring, ooh, in Patreon chat trivia, it's open to everybody, I think, today, isn't it? No, we have one more round of tournament of champions. I don't think we do, man. I don't think people who have won before are even going to be there. Book an event, big events, featuring WWE main roster talent, not currently scheduled for SummerSlam for a card on Friday night. Well, what's on the line? He said he wants a main event, a women's match, a cruiserweight match. A women's match would be Sasha versus Bailey. How about it's all number one contender matches? Sasha versus Bailey. Okay. That's right. They don't have a SummerSlam match. Oh, wow. Um, Bob Roode versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, my gosh. Neither of them have a match. No, neither of them have a match. Cruiserweight match. Mustafa Ali. He's out of action due to exhaustion. Oh, that's true. Uh, Buddy Murphy versus... Oh, pff. please. Leo Rush. The man of the hour. Yeah, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. His match against Akira Tozawa was pretty good this week. I watched that. Oh, man. That wasn't the main event? Oh, no. it was Drew. I was uh, Gallagher. Jack Gallagher huh? and Cedric, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is great? Oh, you get, it's got, how about this? Because it's a, a co-branded pay-per-view. The Bar versus... You can just do The Bar versus The Usos. Yeah. There you go. I win. Or the bar versus the Deleters of Worlds, and it'll be the Deleters of Worlds' final actual last match. All right. uh, First question. Captain Lou Albano played the role of which iconic video game character? Oh, uh, he was uh, Mario. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I was trying to remember if he was Mario or Luigi. Number one, big events. Who portrayed WWE's on-screen president between 1984 and 1995? Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney is the right answer. Super chat here from uh, Urban R. Thank you, Urban. Thank you. R. No, man, it's your your turn. Oh, yeah. Who did Andre the Giant sell the WWE Championship to in 1988? Uh, The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yes. Uh, Which heavy metal band provided Triple H's theme song? Motorhead. Motorhead. On which pay-per-view did Hulk Hogan make his WCW pay-per-view? Debut, sorry. Uh, WCW, you said? Yeah, WCW debut. That was uh, Bash at the Beach. What year? 95. 94. <gasps> okay, yeah, I still thought it was 95. Uh, what is the real name of Dolph Ziggler? Oh, um, Nick Nemeth? Well, it says here Nicholas Nemeth, but I will give you that. Who were supply and demand? <gasps> Don't remember this at all. Although, yeah, I don't remember this at all. Supply. And demand. And demand. I don't know. Val Venus and the Godfather. That must have been very short-lived. How many different men have played the Doink the Clown gimmick in the WWE? Two. Two. Five. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Who was the final entrant in the 1996 Royal Rumble? Good luck with this one. Um... The 96 Rumble. Who was on the roster then? I'll just say... Mabel? Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Wow. Uh, Who did Tony Schiavone exclaim to be the greatest band in the world on a 1999 episode of Money Metro? Very good. Billy's Bully is a children's book written by which wrestler? It's a tough last couple of questions for you. No kidding. Um, I'll just go with Mick Foley. Kenny Dykstra. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then finally, how many do you have? Four. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, well, you're probably going to stay there uh, because this question is a bit on the tough side. All right. From whom did Mildred Burke win the original WWWA wow. World Championship in 1937? 
I have no idea. Clara Mortensen. Clara Mortensen. Congratulations, right. you win by two. Hooray. I will pick two cards for you. Fine, I will take that deal. Oh my gosh. They were just all nicely picked up and now they're a Who did he get? Who did he get? It's like Alexa Bliss and three many. Oh, three many Alistair Black. Very good. Anyways, that's it for the show today. Patrons, stay tuned. We've got some form of chat trivia happening today. I'm personally going to think that we're going we're gonna to open Fine. up. We don't even know who won the other ones. Well, we're supposed to keep track of all that. Well, you know, you're not supposed to let me keep track of shit. So, anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to everybody later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.